Okay, today's topic is uh, fruit, from the po- fruit of the poisonous tree and satellite weapons. We know we're being observed. We know we're being watched. Okay. Can the government use that information against us? Observing us with a satellite. There's no place to hide, no place to run. They're stalking us, torturing us, and they're setting us up for something. Can they use that against us? Okay. You're watching me with a satellite. You're observing my actions illegally. Okay. Back in the days, folks, if you remember, the feds would use these uh, undercover vans and stuff. They use uh, company vans or, you know, they got a lot of power. You know, they can go borrow a van from uh, Spectrum TV and go into your neighborhood and observe you. You know, white vans and blue vans and, you know, black vans and, you know, special vans that got, you know, special corporations from different states, you know. ABC plumbing from, you know, Arizona comes into Texas and they stake out your house. Them days are over with, folks. (laughs) Those days are gone by. You'll never see a van come in the neighborhood anymore, you know, with stickers on their trucks and shit like that. Those are are signs of of government government, um, surveillance vehicles watching you, you know. You don't have to do that anymore, folks. Now we got satellites among us, and we've been having satellites for a long time, setting us up. For whatever they know, folks, and they've been watching us for a long time. Since the 1950s, that was when the first satellite was launched. Since the 1950s, it's been decades and decades of enhancement of satellites and cameras and watching us. So you can imagine that some of us probably have been set it up, set set it up, set up by the government in some some form or fashion. You know, whether they know that we belong to an organization, we belong to somebody, they were setting us up. To see what we would do and put people in our lives, you know, watching us. But is that information that they're using, is is that fruit from the poisonous tree? Okay. And we have to look at the doctrine itself. Fruit of the poisonous tree doctrine is an extension of exclusionary rule, which subject to some exception prevents evidence obtained in violation of the Fourth Amendment from being admitted in a criminal trial. Like the exclusionary rule, the fruit of the poisonous tree doctrine is intended to deter Police from using illegal means to obtain evidence. Okay. You're watching me with a satellite weapon. You watch me go into a bar. You're tracking me. You watch me go into a bar. I sit at the bar and I have a beer. Two beers. I get in my car, leave the parking lot. You dispatch a police. You as an FBI agent dispatch a police officer at the corner of that bar to watch me leave that bar. He pulls me over, knowing that I'm being watched since I entered the bar, leaving the bar. He pulls me over and gives me a ticket. Is that legal? Knowing that you use satellite surveillance to watch me leave the bar, you set up your, your vehicle outside the parking, outside the parking, outside the bar on a public street, and you follow me out and give me a ticket, arrest me for DWI, and you throw me in jail. Is that evidence legal in a court of law? And that's what we have to discover, folks. They are watching us with satellite weapons. We know that that's a capability that they have now. They are setting up, setting us up for crimes. They're setting us up for you know, for uh, for a criminal for a criminal proceeding, folks. I mean, you might as well get rid of all the bars. 
you might as well just get rid of uh, just get rid of you know stay home and just don't don't leave your house anymore, folks. I mean that's basically what it boils down to. They are using satellite weapons to communicate with local law enforcement to 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 uh, to create crimes. But then we have to criticize. We have to critique the fruit of the poisonous tree doctrine. Okay, which were used in several cases. The doctrine underlying the name was first described in Silverthorne, Silverthorne Lumber Company versus United States. That was cases cited at 251, capital yield period, S period, 385, and 1920, folks. The terms first used was by Justice Felix, Justice Fre- Felix Frankfurter in Nard Dunn versus United States in 1939, folks. Such evidence is not generally admissible in court. For example, if a police officer conducted an unconstitutional search of a home and obtained a key to a train station locker and evidence of a crime came from a locker, that evidence would, be, would most likely be excluded under the fruit of the poisonous tree legal doctrine. That's a violation of the Fourth Amendment, folks. The same concept, folks. You're watching us through satellite weapons. Okay? You're observing me with satellites, and you're using that evidence against me. I leave the bar. I have a two drinks, two drinks. I leave the bar, get in my car. I take off down the road, and you send a cop, dispatch a cop there to, 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 uh, to arrest me for DWI. Is that legal, folks? We have to look at this new crime and era of law, folks. And it's not constitutionally right what they're doing. They're using satellites to obtain evidence, to, to, to track you, to find you, to see what you're doing, and then they set you up for a crime to be committed. It's happening all over our country, folks, and we have to establish that this is happening in order to stop this. This is illegal, folks. Okay? I mean, you, you can't legally do that, folks. You cannot use satellites to invade our privacy of what we are doing today. It's against the law, folks. Okay? And the doctrine, like I said, the uh, Silverthorne Lumber Company versus United States clearly states that. 25 U.S. 385, uh, dated 1920. And Nardone versus United States in 1939. Okay? The doctrine is subject to four main exceptions. Detaining evidence is, is admissible if the doctrine is subject to four main exceptions. The tainted evidence is admissible if it was discovered in as part of result of an independent, untainted source, or it would inevitably have been discovered despite the tainted source, or the chain of causation between the legal action and tainted evidence is too attenuated, or the search warrant was not found to be valid based on probable cause, but was ex- executed by the government agents in good faith. Okay, these are all exceptions, folks, but. To use a satellite weapon, folks, to, 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 to track somebody, to read their mind, to obtain evidence, to obtain information, is a crime. If I implant you, and I can read your mind, and I'm gathering that information from you, is that, is that tainted evidence? Is that fruit from the poisonous tree, folks? You know I'm going to a bar, I sit down and have a few drinks, and you wait till I come out of the bar... And you find me and you, and you, you arrest me while I'm going home because you knew 
You understand what I was thinking. I left the bar. You knew the time I was leaving the bar, and you followed me, and you gave me a, 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 a you, you arrested me for DWI. Is that a crime, folks? Can they use that in a court of law? Reading my mind, uh, illegally stalking me, following with satellites, reading my mind, dispatching a police officer to go and arrest me, is that against the law? Of course it is. It's against the Fourth Amendment, your constitutional rights of search and seizure. Okay? And if we go back to the Fourth Amendment and take a look at that, folks, okay, the Fourth Amendment says it prohibits unreasonable search and seizure. You're searching my brain looking for information that I'm broadcasting to the public about myself, and you're using that information against me. You watch, you understand that I'm leaving the bar. I've had two drinks. I leave the bar. You gather the information, and you arrest me for, for DWI. That evidence is, is, is tainted, folks. It's tainted that you gather that information from my mind and use it against me. So you see what I mean? You cannot do that, folks. And your Fourth Amendment technology is, 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 growing, is growing upon us. Using satellites, implantation, tracking Americans. You're implanting me, wanting to, to read my mind, you want to stalk me. You're following me with a satellite. Those, those things are very invasive. They're very intruding in our lives. And people have to understand that, that we have constitutional rights. One of them is, is the Fourth Amendment. And the Fourth Amendment prohibits unreasonable search and seizures. In addition, it sets requirements for issuing warrants. Warrants must be issued by a judge or magistrate justified by, by probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and must particularly describe the place to be searched and the person or things to be seized. I'm going to say it again. In addition, it sets requirements for issuing warrants. Warrants must be issued by a judge or magistrate, justified by probable cause. Let's go back to, to, to the implant. When you track someone and you implant and you're reading your minds and you're tracking them via satellite, you have to have these things. Your search must warrant, must be issued by a judge or magistrate judge justified by probable cause to implant or track anybody. And if you don't have that, you have violated the Fourth Amendment rights of your constitutional rights. Bottom line. The Fourth Amendment case law deals with three main issues. What government activities are searches and seizures? What constitutes probable cause to conduct searches and seizures? And how violations of the Fourth Amendment rights should be addressed? Okay. Early court decisions limited to amendment scope to the physical intrusion of property or person, but with the Katz versus United States 1967, the Supreme Court held that the, its protections extended to intrusion of privacy of, individual, of individuals as well as the physical locations. I'm going to say it again. Early court's decision limited the amendment scope to physical intrusion of property or person, but with Katz versus United States in 1967, the Supreme Court held that its protection, its protection extended to the intrusion on the privacy of individual individuals as well as the physical locations. Okay? Those are cases I'm just giving you. Katz versus United States of 1967. Okay? You can't not intrude people's lives without what, folks? Without a warrant issued by a judge or magistrate justified by probable cause. Okay? In this case, they didn't have that. You have a satellite tracking me. You have me implanted. You're reading information from my mind, folks. It's illegal. 
It's a violation of my Fourth Amendment rights. And that's what we're dealing with in this court case, folks. So we have to take a look at the legal legality of, of what is what is what is what is 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 constitutionally correct, folks. They're using satellites and they wanted to implant you or track you. Uh, it, 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 they have to have justifiable cause. They have to have probable cause. In addition, it sets requirements for issuing warrants. Warrants must be issued by a judge or magistrate, justified by probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and must particularly describe the place to be searched and the person or things to be seized. If you don't have that, it is fruit from the poisonous tree. Bottom line. Thank you.